Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. We are officially putting 2 Corinthians on hold as we look at the Christmas story. And I think it's really easy, especially if you've grown up as a Christian or if you have been a Christian for some time, to really discount the things that we know well. To discount the things that we've heard several times before, or for some of us, probably hundreds of times if we're honest, the Christmas story. But let's remember to look at God's word with fresh eyes. A friend of mine just sent me a TikTok video that really reminded me that God's word is so in-depth. It's so complex that really there's always something new to learn. It was this video about all of the cross-references in the Bible when a verse or section of a verse is, is used and it looked like this insane rainbow of just like lines everywhere. I mean, there was like so many lines in this video. And this guy, he said that there are 65,000 cross-references in scripture. And have I studied this myself? Have I seen the statistic? No. So take that with a grain of salt. But regardless of the number, the Bible is full of connections. There is always a new connection, always a new application, always a new context to understand when we are reading scripture. So may we, instead of getting bored with God's word, may we seek to go deeper. May we seek to understand in a new way. May we seek to see God or ourselves in a new light because God's word is vast and it's all living and active and oh so important. And so before we actually uh, spend some time reading the actual Christmas story, because I do think it's really important to come back to the reason for the season, right? Whenever it's Christmas, it's so easy to get wrapped up in the cultural way that they do Christmas. And it's so good for us as believers to come back to the true reason we're celebrating. Before we dive into the story, Mary, Joseph, the shepherds, all of that, we're going to look at why this matters. And I always love John chapter 1 because it's such a beautiful reminder of who Jesus is. So we're going to be skipping around a little bit. I would encourage you to go and read at least a, a good portion, the beginning portion of John chapter 1. But we're going to skip around so we can kind of um, really see who Christ is and why it matters that he was born here. So we're in John chapter 1. I'm going to start in verse 1, and I'm reading from the ESV. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And we're skipping down a couple verses to verse 9. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. That's Jesus. Jesus came to bring life and to bring 
light. And we see that the darkness does not overcome it. Even death doesn't overcome Christ. Sin, temptation, the enemy, none of it overcomes Christ. So while we may feel overcome, when we may feel challenged, we know that Christ walked through it all before us and he was not overcome. He is the light that casts out every shadow. So remember that if you're going to a candlelight service, if you're driving around looking at Christmas lights, remember it's it's not just about the vibe. It's not just about any of that. It's a reminder that Christ is the light and that he chose, he chose to come to be with us in spite of everything to bring us that light, to give us that life. Let's continue on here. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. That's what he walked through for you. He walked through becoming a little baby, a little dirty mess of a baby, right? If you've seen a baby, they are dirty. They're kind of disgusting sometimes. And the God of the universe, by who all things were made... He willingly became that vulnerable, that disgusting, (laughs) probably cute, but still disgusting, right? He willingly did that for us. He willingly came even though he knew he would be rejected. He did that for you. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. And that's so, so beautiful. Look at this. We're going to skip a verse here to verse 16. For from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And if we skip a few verses down to verse 29, the next day he saw Jesus as John the Baptist coming toward him and said, behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus willingly came to be our sacrifice. He knew what it meant when he became a human, when he became a person, but still he came and he dwelt. That word right, tabernacled, the tabernacle of the Old Testament, the symbol of God's presence going with his people. That's what Christ did for us, for you. He came to dwell with you, to be your light, to be your life, to be the lamb of sacrifice on your behalf. And that's why Christmas matters. He is God with us, Emmanuel. He chose to be with us, chose to be our light, even in the midst of the darkness around us, our own darkness, chose to bring us life when all we deserve is death. And that is why we celebrate Christmas, right? So keep all these things in mind. Maybe one of those like phrases, one of those images stood out to you. Cling to that. Dive into that. Ask the Lord what he wants to show you this Christmas season. And, and keep on listening for those connections as we read the Christmas story together. And, and as you hear it, maybe at your church, maybe in your own reading with your family. Keep your eyes open for those connections because there are many. And I'll see you in our next episode.